0: Welcome everybody, Uh, and so this is our first episode of this new thing we're doing.
1: Wow, I feel honored. Bro, I'm excited, (laughs) man.
0: I'm very excited because, um, you know, we've been trying to figure out a way to create some type of platform Mm -hmm. where we can have genuine conversation about stuff that's going on in the world, uh, stuff that's happening in culture. Um and really, as Christians, what our perspective, what our outlook should be on these things. Because um, a lot of young people have questions. Mm-hmm. and we did IGTV, mm-hmm. but they put us on a weird limit of like 10 minutes oh. Oh, man. and we're like we can't really yeah. have conversations, you know, in that time. Um, and so we also want to, you know go against all of all of that, you know, maybe thinking that's out there that, oh well, the church doesn't really talk about certain things or, Um, they shy away from it or they're afraid to talk about Mm -hmm. these things Uh, we're really not you know it's just we have a time and place for everything and we feel like in this platform this is the time and place to have these conversations dive in using wisdom and you know good understanding and all that um, for all the young people that are out there Mm -hmm. and so I mean we have a good amount of 18 to 25 year olds in our church, mm-hmm. you know that, yeah. um, and we have a lot more curious young people mm-hmm. in high school mm-hmm. that have a million questions about life and stuff like that. And we have people of my age, mm-hmm. right? I'm in my late 20s. I'm 28 years old, mm-hmm. and I know other people. So you're
1: considered older. I'm, I'm older. Yes. Oh, man, I feel man, like you guys are still I go to youth young. nights and they're like, <laughs> "What's going on?"
0: But um but yeah, so like we we've grown up and you know, there's things in church that we talk about and stuff, but, um, but yeah, you know, there's a couple of things that, you know, maybe we don't spend as much time on. Um, and just to get that good mm-hmm. perspective, you know, mm-hmm. biblically speaking. But there's something hot going on mm-hmm. right now, yes. Jonathan. We know, we both know what we're talking about and
1: it's uh, politics. Oh yeah, election season, eight more days. I know, so it's, it's crazy. It's countdown.
0: So when the people <laughs> see this, it'll literally be the day before,
1: oh wow voting so oh okay
0: it's gonna be crazy so we still don't know who's gonna win and when they watch this or hear this they won't know who has won yet wow but just right off the bat against again we're approaching this from a christian perspective right if you're if you're watching us or you're hearing us and you you don't go to church and you're Mm -hmm. not a christian we're welcome and join us on Sunday, right? You, know, uh, <laughs> Sunday you can find morning, our info somewhere, yeah. <laughs> but, um, you know, from, from a Christian perspective, just right off the right off the start, right? Yeah. Should we even vote? Oh, wow. Like, is that yeah. something that we should do? Like, we see influencers, mm-hmm. go vote, go vote, go vote. As Christians, do we even vote?
1: Yeah. yeah, I mean, that's great. I mean, that's a great question. I even, I've heard a, a ton of podcasts on this particular issue especially now is it a right or is it a privilege to vote you know because uh, some you know some who advocate for a certain view would be like well it's a privilege others are like well no it's a it's a right it's every human right to vote and and i and i believe you know i'm glad that you say from a christian perspective yeah right? right because as a christian like what? what is our sole authority, and then we come to the Bible. So it's not going to be anything that you say or anything that I say. Yeah. It's, it's At the end of the day, it's what the Bible says, and that's how we would approach this particular issue. So the Bible isn't silent on politics in the sense of uh, it does speak on government. It speaks that God has placed the government in place yeah. in, in position of authority, and it tells us how we approach that, you know? And so in this country, at least, and abiding by the, our country's laws um be, by being good citizens, I think one of the the rights and and to a certain aspect, privilege that we do have is to make our voice heard, yeah, uh make our voice heard because we are Christian and yeah. because we understand what the Bible teaches, yeah and so this opportunity that we have to vote, yeah, can say, well. I stand alongside this position, and I, and I will voice my position on this because this is what I believe from the Bible. So it's not, it's not a, uh, it, it can be at times a personal view and a person, the way we feel about mm. certain things. But at the end of the day, as a Christian, we're like, well, what does the Bible ultimately teach? And so if there's a particular person or candidate or party that advocates for that particular view or, or is strong for this, um, I think as a Christian, our biblical responsibility would be to help that candidate mm-hmm. achieve or to win um, you know there's a lot of uh, politics involved too as far as the electoral college and yeah. and how much that plays and how much does it play you know how much does our vote actually count and I've heard a lot of debate on this too like does, does our vote even count yeah. you know <laughs> uh, but that's I guess for another you'd have to get someone involved with in civics and all that you know <laughs> professors and that but but I think you know, as as a Christian, yeah. our biblical responsibility would be like, hey, let's vote. if this is the opportunity that we have, um, let's make sure that we vote in the right direction, or what we at least think biblically is correct. One hundred percent.
0: And what what I see, right, uh, with with a lot of people, it's um, I mean, it's politics 101. Mm-hmm. It's two sides, and it's almost as if it's intended to divide right a nation um, in a lot of ways. Um, some one side has policy that you may agree with, the other side it's no, and then vice versa. Um, as as believers, right, you sometimes um, see, oh, well, one side yeah. is the Christian side, yeah. right? You see that be thrown mm-hmm. out there anytime el- the elections come about. As Christians, do we have a specific side? Because, yeah. <laughs> I mean,
1: that's just something yeah. you see and
0: it what? pops up on social yeah. media from time yeah. to time. and. You know, it's a legitimate question for, you know, because there's some churches that do flat out say like, yo, this is
1: this is where we stand Mm -hmm. on certain things. I I, I even think as I mean, in our time. Yeah. I I think that it's equal or even more confusing because there's Christians advocating for for both sides. Yeah. You know, there's churches that there's churches that are more liberal. Yeah. (laughs) and there's churches that are more conservative exactly like a political party. Yeah. And and then so based on a church being conservative they'll vote conservative. conservatively. Yeah. Based on if they're liberal they'll vote more liberal. But ultimately it causes confusion and mm-hmm. it causes like okay so what's the you know what's the Christian party? Yeah. Um you know these people advocate for, you know, immigration reform and yeah. and, and open borders and yeah. these people are shutting it down. Yeah. Oh but these people are are voting for abortion yeah. and, and these people are voting for for life and, and so like oh where do, where do we go yeah um, I mean I think that that's one of the the most difficult questions to to really address if if one is afraid of advocating for a biblical perspective okay and I, and I say that because um, there's certain things moral equivalencies or moral issues in a particular party that we may not be in favor of okay but they aren't necessarily sinful you know or or way more sinfully than and i and i hate to use that because then it's like oh how do we measure sin then no but um for instance a a basic instance so the, the the open borders right yes so if if some demo, Democrats want to say, well, let's open up the borders, freedom, you know, have immigration reform and all that. But then we get the conservative Republican Party that says, no, we got to close our borders and we got to shut this down because we're afraid of uh, not only illegal immigration, but yeah. we're afraid of uh, uh, terrorism and, you know, all of that stuff. And so you say, OK, well, should I what should I vote for then? Because it's like, well. My parents were immigrants, yeah. you know, your parents were immigrants, my parents, my grandparents, you know, like, and and this country was founded by immigrants. Yeah. And it's It should be like, you know, good sense to say, well, no, we got to have open borders. We got to love yeah. our neighbors. We got to love people. And then the Statue of Liberty says, we welcome you, you yeah. know, give us your your humble, give us your poor. And so that sounds right. Yeah, but you know, also you know, if you speak to families that were affected in nine eleven, and maybe mm-hmm. many of them had people that they loved in the towers, and and were affected by by all of this terrorism, and and you feel like, well, you know, they they're probably like, no, we gotta watch our borders because yeah. it's not just you know the Latinos that are coming yeah. in, or it, it's other people that are coming yeah. in that want to cause danger to this country, and and so the, the this. Uh, political party is advocating for that, so so we should favor them. Then you know, yeah. as Christians, we should favor them, and then the other Christians are like, well, no, we gotta. So it, it 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 it's those levels that we really have to address and really assimilate, because when it comes down to it, then it, it comes down little by little, little by little, little by little, onto the big stones that are on the scale. You know, yeah. so if we put, all right, well, here's one stone on this scale, here's another stone on this scale, but then there gets to those big big stones. Yeah, yeah. And I'm talking about abortion, yeah. you know. I'm talking about a big stone like abortion. And I think that a lot of people were like, man, that, that's the only thing Christians see, you know. Like, yeah. oh, gosh, but what about, you know, this person that, that is uh, homophobic and and, and, and hates uh, immigrants? And, you know, what about that? You know, that's equal hate. And and yeah. I get it, you know. And, and and I'm not in favor of racism. And I don't think the Bible teaches racism. Yeah. And it's it's not what we but when we come come down to fundamentals of big stones yeah. like like abortion yeah it's it's a big issue because it's it's the bible telling teaching us in Deuteronomy you know the the shedding of innocent blood and and who's advocating for these babies you know yeah. at, at any stage now you know yeah. it, it was before like oh the first trimester and it's like now it's it's you know even a couple months or a couple weeks after the baby's born yeah. so the those things cause a christian to not favor one side because they believe it's a christian side mm. but it causes them to to vote against a a a very real sin you know okay. that that is that even though like i can favor a lot of other issues in a certain political party yeah for me to vote for something that would really be categorically what the Bible really confronts as a sinful act, that will that the leading government will be held accountable to before God. You know, uh, you know, at the end of the day, I'm not going to judge them. God's mm-hmm. going to judge them, but but I'm helping them get there yeah. with my vote. You I know, mean. and I'm helping them govern in the. Cert- I'm saying that I don't agree with this issue, but everything else is okay. But this, at the end of the day, is the main issue. And and we always get backlash as Christians. They're like, oh, you guys only not need to just talk about abortion when you guys forget about everything else. But in reality, it's like, that's all that certain political parties do talk about. Like, mm-hmm. for instance, this Coney Barrett, this new Supreme Court Justice. Yeah. Like, if you saw the, the her her trial, like, One of the first questions was Roe v. Wade. It's like they were immediately attacking her on that and feeling threatened that she would overrule that or overturn that at the Supreme Court. And so it's like it's not just us, you know, that that are advocating for that. It's 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 people that are pushing that and making that the main theme of a political party. So I guess all of that, you know, (laughs) to to address what it it, it's it's really hard. It's really hard but at the end of the day it comes down to big stones yeah. that I would consider sinful way to to lead a nation 100%
0: yeah i mean it makes a lot of sense mm-hmm. especially cuz there's never going to be one side that you fully agree with exactly. and, and all these different things and and then you know without going into all of these social justice movements that are going on right now like you know you you stepping foot in on one end leads you into all of these different social justice movements that are all kind of walking together yeah. and and they're all supporting each other and so like again as as Christians it's about being mindful and using wisdom and you know just watching yeah. right watching what's going on and really seeing and being what's informed being yes informed. Like,
1: I, I think a lot of young people they're not informed you know yeah and and I'm not bashing young people. I'm just you know I remember myself too. And it's like we're very passionate, you yeah. know. I and mean, you're younger than I am, so you know you're a little <laughs> bit more passionate. But we're but young people are very passionate, and we love that. You know, we love that with yeah. the young people. They're passionate. They're sold out. And I think they see a lot of injustice being done. Yes. And and it's, it's and there is a there lot of injustice. Being I mean, done. you see it. I see yeah. it. We, and 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 we're not, you know, we we're, we're not shying away from that. We yeah. don't kind of say like ah whatever this is this is just the way it is. No, that we we pray yeah for God to heal Water. this nation you know and to and to one day make all of those injustices right mm-hmm. you know and and so we the young people they they do feel that and they do sense that and sometimes they feel the the church is passive on on those yes. issues and stuff but but ultimately it's going to be the hand of god mm-hmm. and and god one day making things things right, and that's that's what we have to kind of have our trust. You know that yeah. that's where our trust is on those issues. But but the passion of the young people are there. You know, and, and so they they want to make sure that their voice is heard. Yeah. And I I would just say, you know, being part of a church yeah. where you have a youth pastor, you have pastors that surround you. Um, there should be there shouldn't be a sense of like, well, I can't talk to my pastors about this. I, I, you know, they 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 won't get me. They won't understand. Yeah. Um, Ask them. Yeah. You know they should be coming to your office. You you don't have one in our church yet. <laughs> one day let's get this man an office. Um, but but they should be coming to you. You know, yeah, like, yeah. Hey, Carlos. I feel very passionate about this. Yeah. What what are we doing about what what are um, let's pray and, and help them pray about it and inform them. Hey, we'll have you checked this out. I mean I think we might get in trouble. And I'm sorry that if you might get in trouble on this, but sorry beforehand. This is all me. This is not Carlos planning. <laughs> um, but but at the basic level of the BLM mu- movement, right? Okay. And I know that you said, let's avoid, uh, we're not going to get into the social movement. Yeah, so, yeah. Like, well, I, I don't want to get into that. But at, at the basic level, I, I mean, you, I saw a lot of Christian youth, you yeah. know, young people, not, not just within our church, uh, everywhere, uh, young people in general, millennials in general. Yeah. Black lives matter. Of, of, you know, of course. Yeah. We are not going to stay here as a church and preach, no, black lives don't matter. You yeah. know, uh, of course. Mm-hmm. Black Lives Matter, right? And I I say the, the the fault of not being informed is because when you when you understand the movement yeah. is at a whole different level. You know, mm-hmm. it, it, it isn't just Black Lives Matter, you know, it, it's it's more. Yeah. It's it's reading their doc, doctrinal statement. That's on, on their
0: website. On yeah. their
1: website. Stuff that they say. Yeah. That I'm pretty sure if you were to Tell the young people, they'd be like, "Oh no, I don't. I'm not for that." Yeah. But they don't know because they don't read or they don't look it up or they're you know everyone's putting a, a black image and on, on Instagram, everyone's putting the hashtag BLM, everyone's putting these certain hashtags. So yeah, no, I want to make sure that people yeah. think that I'm mm-hmm. I'm with that too, you know. And and obviously the intentions may be good. Yeah. But the ignorance reveals a lot more, you know. It, it, it shows that we don't know. So. You know, obviously as a pastor, it's like, man, I back when I would have my Instagram account be like, man, I should put BLM too, you know, like because black lives matter. They're made in the image of God. They matter. And and I do see the injustice that is done to to the black lives. But then it's like, but wait, what if I do put this? What else am I advocating for? Yeah. Am I only advocating for this? Oh, well, then if you read their website, then I can see everything that I would be advocating for that I'm that it's completely unbiblical. So Um, You know that that's just that might be a whole different issue, but but it it, it, that's what I'm talking about being informed You know we we as young people. I think that's one of the biggest issues ignorance They don't they don't know because they're very passionate. Yeah
0: 100% that's something that we see a lot of even mainstream media has covered it and and just other you know outlets where um, this this phrase of being bullied into mm-hmm. a- advocacy oh, yeah. right is is happening where just because you're not posting nothing like we see the chris pratt situation yeah. Yeah. that happened <laughs> yeah, i just saw that. you know where it's just he's not saying nothing or he hasn't really said much and mm-hmm. the avengers do something for one particular candidate and he's not there and everyone and just blows up, <laughs> up. and yeah. and even you know the avengers well, the, the real life you know <laughs> actors. They come to his Iron defense. Iron Man went Iron to his man, defense, you bro. know, the Hulk, all these things. And, 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 you know, they were just like, hey, he's just always been like this. Yeah. You know, I mean, um, Hulk, I forget his name, but um, Hulk, I say Hulk. Ro- I forgot his I
1: name, forgot too. I forgot his
0: name, too. But he, he's a, he's a, yeah, a Democrat. Yeah. Like, he's, mm-hmm. he's been, you know, everyone knows that. And he even defended this man that, you know, like, he's, he tends to be conservative. He's, yeah. you know, he's politically silent about things like this is just who he is and mm-hmm. he's a good guy like leave him mm-hmm. alone and so it's just like yeah like and the then culture. they got turned on right yeah. and then people
1: started hating on them yeah. right yeah, it's just crazy so
0: <laughs> i mean but that's the beauty of the young people but also that's where it's crazy mm-hmm. right it's it's uh i love that they're passionate about things when they get passionate about something but yeah like you said it's this like um, just a passion yeah. wave, right? Yeah. So it's, it's all hype for a moment exactly. They don't they don't really dive in and really see what it is that they're, they're um I know some do mm-hmm. right and so for all those that's yeah. props to you, but yeah, yeah. the majority don't the mm-hmm. majority do it for you know what they you know for the Instagram yeah. post to be Relevant to not feel left yeah. out that whole FOMO thing yeah, is exactly. is real and, and so um, It's just crazy yeah. and,
1: and I even feel like like because even, like church kids, right yeah. so church kids have always have always had that stigma, and even within the, like even me growing, going to high school, you going yeah. to high school as a church kid, like you always knew that people saw you differently, like, All oh this, this is a church kid, you know, so you try to be cool or you try to fit in, or you try to minimize your Christianity to a yeah. certain extent uh, without completely denying it, so I think that when when young people go to go to school and they and people know that they're Christian yeah and that's like a bad thing now so if you're christian and and you go to high school and people know that you Mm -hmm. are christian and you don't say anything to favor their view then they're going to be like you see yeah. you Christians are horrible you Christians are, are demonic you 100%. know you Christians are so bad you hateful people like yeah. Jesus would never do that you know and stuff like that so I, I even feel like that pressure is very real yeah. like oh man pe- no let me show them yeah. that I'm a Christian and, and I'm advocating for yeah. and I'm put, and I'm helping and I'm making my voice heard and mm-hmm. so they could be like yay yay yeah. but, it's, but, a cool but, yeah, it's, it's a cool Christian yeah it's a cool Christian and a hip Christian and he knows what He's talking about yeah, so yeah. i like him yeah. uh but then you know again you you open the door for those little areas and then 100 when you close the door for another area yeah you're gonna get it back you know yeah. you, you didn't get it here but you're gonna get it over here you know yeah. so you just gotta be very careful for, you have for that, to so.
0: you have to man because then like i see i see young people and um they they post very loud statements mm. on like social media <laughs> and i'm just like oh my goodness <laughs> Like, you know, if you were to stop and think about it for five minutes, like actually really stop and think about it for five minutes, you wouldn't post that yep. just because of all of the backlash yep. that can come.
1: Exactly. And it's like, okay,
0: so you stand for this and you're telling people to be loud, right? Or, or, you know, use your voice and all these different things. But then these other issues start rising up. Why don't you stand for, for the, those? Exactly. And that's what happens you know to a lot of young people and even people my age and um where it's just we're loud we're too loud too quick (laughs) and we dig ourselves in this hole where now oh my goodness if anything were to pop up and i don't stand for it i've just opened this door to be criticized because i'm so loud about some things and not others and when i'm loud about some things i call people out for not being loud about things and (laughs) It's just this whole mess that they dig themselves in, um, and it's just insane, yeah. man. And, and
1: and again, as Christians, yes. The proverbs are very clear on this. Wisdom is in holding the tongue. You know, like yeah, I wanted to say a lot of things when all of this yeah. stuff was happening. When when yeah, when with George Floyd, with with everything that even in the past, like you do want to say a lot yeah. of things. And, and sometimes you, you don't know how to say it so it's happened in my case where I say something and I'm like, I shouldn't have said it but it's out there, it's yeah. in the, everyone has seen it and yeah. and whatever, you know, but I, maybe I should have held my tongue yeah, yeah, yeah. and been prudent you know, mm-hmm. and been wise just wisdom isn't holding your tongue and it's like the Bible is very clear on that and, and of course, you will get criticized because you're not first of all, you're not advocating for them and then you're just completely silent, you know um, so, so you will get backlash for that, but it's you know it's the Christian thing to to do to to pray to seek God. And to hold your tongue, you know, yeah. hold your tongue. Because if you don't, then you're going to have to open your mouth for everything, you know. And, and yeah. it's the same case everywhere. 100%. One day you're going to get uh, the mob after you for not advocating for, for, for dogs not being euthanized, you know, or you know anything. It could yeah. just be like whatever and not, oh, you didn't say anything about this. Yeah. You didn't say anything about that. So it's just be wise, be yeah. very wise. And that means being informed. And honestly, that, that opens up. Conversations, you know, yeah. where where it's not a Twitter thing, and you know, bang oh, this, this, and this, and that's it. And people saw it. 100%. No, now now when people ask, hey, why didn't you say anything about that? Well, this is why, you yeah. know. And, and here, let me let me explain to you. And you have a more intimate conversation, and, and you have the opportunity to explain, yeah. you know, where it's not just a Twitter comment or it's not just a picture. But now you're having a relationship. Now you're having a conversation, even if you don't agree with the yeah. other person, 100%. which is okay, you know. Yeah. But at least you're able to explain mm-hmm. it and not look like a goof or at least give your biblical perspective. Yeah,
0: 100%. And, th- and that's what we've been seeing more and more of, um, you know, just kind of he- he, uh, hearing podcasts and-, and stuff like that. When people have psychologists on, they talk about this thing that's going on where people just do not know how to have conversations anymore. So they're hearing, they're hearing, they're hearing, but they're not truly listening. Mm-hmm. All they're doing is building a response. Building the arguments. They don't, yeah, <laughs> and, and they don't know how to conversate, have a dialogue, and you, you see that, yeah. right? Yeah. And, and, and the crazy thing is, well, yeah, you see it in the church with mm-hmm. the young people a lot where, well, why doesn't the church do this? Or why doesn't the church do that? And it's like, well, who have you talked to? Mm-hmm. Just your little circle of friends mm-hmm. and never to anybody that can actually help you do something mm-hmm. You know within the church to exactly. make these things happen yeah. and um i mean yeah it's just insane <laughs> right i mean but so yeah like as young people we should vote mm-hmm. anyone yeah. should vote right um obviously look at both candidates mm-hmm. like you said and kind of measure yeah. you know and like you said some boulders are bigger than others and so on and so forth but as a christian mm-hmm. we know that politicians aren't the answer to anything really (laughs) Um, we know that policies aren't gonna you know fix something forever Mm -hmm. everything will always be temporary Mm -hmm. so as a Christian right we we see all of us kind of like fighting in the art in the Twitter and Facebook and all these different things but as a Christian when we take a step back and really once the politics are over once the election is over I mean and all that stuff we have a president or you know Trump is still there or Biden takes Mm -hmm. office where does the Christian find his hope, his peace? Because, yeah. um, you know, I mean, a lot of us act right now as if a politician is going to yeah. find our peace.
1: Or it's the savior. Yeah,
0: yeah, it's the savior.
1: So, I mean, I can guarantee that if Trump wins, the world is going to be a mess. Yeah. If Biden wins, the world is still going to be a mess. You <laughs> yeah. know, I can guarantee that uh, we've seen it. It's not getting better. Yeah. Nothing's getting better, and uh, the 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 problem is that when we place our trusts on these figures, yeah. um, we're gonna be let down no matter what. You know, I was surprised to hear a lot of African Americans being let down by Barack Obama. I was like, really? I thought that that was I thought he was the main guy. You know. Yeah. And, and I've heard so many that they felt let down yeah. and they placed all their trust in they got hundreds of people to vote for him and and they felt just kind of missed uh, they, they a missed opportunity happened happen yeah. with, with with Obama and I was like wow that that surprised me at least because mm-hmm. I thought that that was like so it just proves you know that politicians are not our saviors yeah. they're not uh, even though they claim or or, or try to, fix the world we know that they can't um, because we have this issue of sin Mm -hmm. and we have this issue of a roaming lion seeking whom to devour that is roaming around our nation that even though that sounds like spiritual and kind of creepy that's what the apostle peter says and that's our main enemy you know that's the main uh uh person that is out there or or the spiritual force that is over our nation that is really going to just keep making this more sinful, a a more of a scary place, more of a a place where I fear for my children, you know, and I'm pretty sure you're going to feel for your future five children (laughs) or six children. Um, I'm afraid of that, but I'm not going to live in a cave because of it, and Mm. I'm not going to try to, you know, make a political revolution about that. I mean, you got to think about it. What how frustrated do you think the Jews were when Jesus didn't liberate them from Rome? Yeah. I mean, here you have a people that has been disenfranchised, and not only for the first century of 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 of, of history uh, in the in the AD period. I'm talking about people that have been disenfranchised and been kind of in slavery yeah. by opposing armies and countries their entire existence. Mm-hmm. You know, ever since Abraham was entrusted with them, they faced consistent op- opposition mm-hmm. and they were consistently taken under rule and they were consistently enslaved. Like here we have a history of people that for thousands, 1,500 years before Christ came mm-hmm. were slaves and always overruled by a majority. Mm-hmm. So how frustrated do you think they were when Jesus comes into the picture claims to be the messiah but they're still suffering yeah. and they're still enslaved and they still don't have their land and they and they're still poor and they're begging and, and they still have to abide by a, a roman government like how frustrated do you think you, they, that that could have been this yeah. guy is supposed to save us well i mean i, I think the, the answer to the frustration is easy because he's on the cross you know yeah. at the end of, of his life but again did jesus come to cause a political revolution and it's, it's not a political revolution he didn't could he have i think he could have i yeah. i think he could have overthrown rome like this yeah. you know um but that, that that teaches us as christians i mean if the only person in the world that could have done a political change didn't do a political mm. change and and, it's, and it even goes in, even into like basic stuff like like Jesus even affirmed that the the poor and the hungry you will always have like he said it mm-hmm. and it's like well the only person that could have fed all the hungry the mm-hmm. only person that could have clothed all the poor and made all the poor people rich or or at least well off didn't do it
0: mm-hmm.
1: and it's like why. Mm. And at the end of the day, Jesus says, you know, my kingdom is not of this world. I didn't come here to build a political kingdom. My my kingdom is not from this world. And one day, that kingdom will be established. So we're in this very confusing period in our history of, of, like, we always call it the already not yet. You know, the kingdom of God has come with Jesus, but it's not fully here. Yeah. It's not going to be here completely until Jesus comes back, and so we live in this period of of yeah uncertainty, of sin, of yeah. of hurt. There's still cancer is very real, AIDS is very real, uh, global hunger is very yeah. real, poverty is very real. And it's like no one, not, not, not Gandhi, not, not Buddha, no one was able to fix those things, mm-hmm. no matter how good they were. Confucian, Confucius wasn't able to do it. Uh, no one was able to do it. No one, the Pope can't do it. You know. So what, where's our hope? Yeah. Our only hope comes to where, what the Bible teaches us, that one day he will return yeah. and he will make things new and make things right. And so he promises to his sons and daughters this inheritance that will one day come when Jesus returns. And so in the meantime, yeah, we as Christians live as much as we can like Christ. We love the poor. We love the needy. We do what we can to provide, to, 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 to make, you know, to, to do what we can for, for people in those situations. But it's not, you know, we're not going to do anything to... To, to save them at yeah. the end of the day. It's it's giving them what we can that we have. You know, you and I will be in the same position if Christ doesn't return in the next 50 years. So for the meantime, let me give you the best thing that I've got. It may be a Big Mac at that moment. Yeah. You know, they may be going hungry and so that may be a good thing, you know, yeah. but the best thing that I have to offer you is, is what Peter and John said. I don't have silver and gold. I, I have the gospel. Yeah. I have here this is your only hope and even though you're you may live in poverty the rest of your life that's not your eternity yeah your eternity is not going to be here Mm -hmm. you're going to one day have what john says and jesus says in john uh that he has prepared a home for us Mm -hmm. already so it's not going to be here maybe but it's coming yeah you know and it's going to be far better than what this world has to offer yeah so if we're going to live depending on politicians, man, it's going to be frustrating. 100%. And then we're going to, yeah, we're going to kill each other. We're going mm-hmm. to yell at each other and yeah. we're going to hate each other at the end of the day and make this more polarizing yeah. than it already is.
0: 100%. I agree. And I think, you know, just to start wrapping things up, you know, for, for young people, young adults, youth, um, to hear this, it's, it's important because we live in such a, you know, a a place where it's about what I see. It's about what I feel. It's about uh, the influences in my life and and so on and so forth. And the Bible tells us the complete opposite. It's not about what you see. It's not about what you think. Mm -hmm. It's not about what you feel. It's about faith, Mm -hmm. right? And that's the way we live. And yeah, I mean, so be encouraged to vote, right? Be encouraged to go out and do the line, do whatever it is you got to do, but always be reminded that it's all temporary. Mm-hmm. We're waiting for that one day. Yep. That's already here, but not here yeah, yet. Not completely. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> and and that's what we we hope for, yep. right? And that's challenging for oh, yeah. Yeah, an just...
1: 18-year-old, a 22-year-old to yep. think like that. <laughs> I could Well, I mean, that's the way, yeah. I mean, all of us live in that, you know? Yeah. Like, even the 18-year-old, It's a challenge, but it's a challenge for the 37-year-old with six kids. You know, like I have to live in this world, trying to guard my children from all of this chaos. It's it's hard, you know. Like how am I gonna how am I gonna deal with teenagers? You know, it's gonna. So it it's everyone is affected. They're gonna Facetime you all the time. Yeah, (laughs) I'm gonna be living on Facetime. They're gonna walk around with their phone like next to their face with me there. You know, so. Hopefully they invent some other stuff, yeah. but but yeah, definitely difficult times, and it's only going to get more difficult, yeah. but that makes the church more hungry yeah. for the return of Christ. That, that's why we say, Jesus, come. Come yeah. now, you know? Come, come now. That's awesome, man. <laughs>
0: I'm excited. Yeah. Um, it was great, yeah. man.
1: Good, okay. good so, to talk to you. bro. Yeah, Every dude. time I talk to you, I feel younger. Oh, <laughs> yeah. You. you make me feel <laughs> the younger. The next one's gonna be better. Oh, really? Oh, yes. okay. Okay. I hope. All right, let's let's go. I'm ready. A hot topic, a hot nice. one. Right, you keep them coming, man. We'll There's keep so them many coming. hot yeah. so many hot topics. <laughs> dude, a lot, a lot.
0: But thank you so much um, for watching or just hearing. Uh, we're gonna do these, you know, a couple times here and there and uh, just be on the lookout for them um, if you can just give a huge you know a lot of love to Jonathan in the comments or whatever when you see him and we'll go from there well, but they again, might they might know.
1: not give me love though you never know you never know <laughs> they might you might like, have some. why are you cult. talking to that guy <laughs> <laughs> for real man that's great. Cool. Yeah, good to be guys. here with you man yeah
0: thank you brother thank you